We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hi, and welcome back. We got something juicy for you in just a few minutes, Al. Uh, Micah Parsons is a jackass. Oh, again? <laughs> no, we can prove it. We have really? something that is going to make him sound even dumber than he did last week. Hard All right, to believe. Al? But not yet. We don't want to jump the gun on that. And yes, I'm getting a lot of requests on email, Al, for people that would like to hear the Jaguars call of the final yes. play. I will play that again for you in a few minutes. But it, just so you know, before I bring out our good friend Marshall Harris, who is a part of our show for years here, not all that long ago, we used to have great fights, Al, mm-hmm. about uh, Embiid, Embiid versus Wentz, Wentz and yeah. that kind of thing. I have some new fights to start uh-huh. with Marshall Harris, who is a big star now in the Windy City. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, former NBC Sports Philadelphia's Marshall Harris. Hi, Marshall. Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? Well, I'll be honest, Marshall. We're all pretty shocked here in Philly that it was windy yesterday in Chicago. <laughs> uh, does, does that happen very often? <laughs> Man, let me tell you. It, I, I just like last night I'm working right, and you know, right, you know, sports comes on after weather, and I'm watching the forecast. They got this winter alert, and the meteorologist is talking about, well, Friday it, it, we're still a little ways out because you know it's not three days out. That's why I like to really make my forecast, but. Anywhere from 18 to 28 inches of snow with blizzard-like conditions oh. on Friday. I was wow. like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's coming. Oh, oh, oh. I'm glad we're not yeah. there that way. Here's the thing, Marsha. We are confused by the Eagles trying to throw the ball so much into a 30-mile-an-hour win when they had uh, Miles Sanders to run it and the Bears have an awful run defense. Does it make sense for you the way they did that? Uh, it, it made sense for all the Bears fans. I can tell you that. That's one way to keep the game close. Uh, yeah, Miles Sanders, what was it? Uh, I think like there was six minutes and change in the second quarter when he finally got a carry. See, and, they know that in Chicago. Too. You were keeping track of that, huh, Marshall? Uh, yeah, I tweeted about it. I was like, is that odd that he hasn't touched the football? And you got to understand, Miles Sanders was on my fantasy team all year. So I was just like, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I, I, was, I was used to it. No, no, but I've seen that, like where the Eagles just wait to use him until like basically the second half. I, I, I don't, I do not understand it. Um, I think, you know, sometimes coaches get cute, and it's like, yo, you're clearly better than the other team, and this is why I had actually picked the Bears to beat uh, the Eagles, and I thought I was on track to have that prediction come true until Justin Fields had to leave the game with cramps. Um, anytime Nathan Peterman steps on the field, you're never going to win that game. I'm sorry. You, you're not going to win that game. So, uh, but you saw how close the game was. And, you know, it's like the, the, the Eagles are out here playing with their food, you know? Um, I, I just, yeah, the, the, the whole running game situation, I, I don't understand the play calling. I'm sure the Eagles, who are very keen and knowledgeable sports fans, were like, why are we not running the ball? Yeah, we're thirteen and one, Marshall, and I've been blistering them all morning. I feel awful. But, That's wild. But, That's right, but wild, let me throw a couple at you because I'm going to tell you one thing we took from that game. Justin Fields is a talent. Wow. 
So I'm going to ask you a couple of things to see if I can start a new feud with you. Oh, here we go. All right. Who will ultimately be a bigger star in the NFL, Jalen Hurts or Justin Fields? I mean, I, I, the, the, the real answer is I don't know, but for, for uh, purposes of this show, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Hurts. Oh, um, really? Here's why. Here's why. They're on the same track. Like, if you go look at the numbers from Hurts last year, his second year, and compare them with the numbers of Fields in this year, his second year, they're very similar. Here's what I don't know. I mean, Howie Rosen was like, all right, this is our guy. I know Philadelphia doesn't believe in Jalen Hurts yet, but I'm going to go get him some, some, some help, and we'll see what happens. He already had the offensive line, right? It's true, yeah. But then he was like, Devontae Smith is good. Dallas Goddard is good. And, you know, he had Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz for a time. He was like, I'm going to go get him a number one receiver. I'm going to go get him in a trade that's going to eventually get the Titans GM fired, basically. <laughs> yes. I, Ryan, Poles, Ryan Poles, the Chicago Bears GM, has a billion dollars. Well, I'm, I'm hyperbolizing, but a billion dollars, more, more cap space than anybody else uh, this offseason. And they've got draft picks. I don't know what they're going to go get specifically for Justin Fields. So that's going to affect I – mean, you see Justin Fields out here doing what he's doing with his number one receiver out for the year, Darnell Mooney, and he, he, he's got, like, guys who wouldn't be on NFL rosters maybe, you know? All right, but, um, but he was – we were seeing yesterday what we've been nervous about with Hurts, and that is getting hit. And he got knocked out. It looked bad for a couple of minutes there, Marshall, where they put Peterman in. Um, when you're running as much as these guys are, aren't you asking for trouble? You are. You are. It's the NFL. This isn't college. When you get hit in the NFL, it's it's the best of the best just taking shot. I mean, you, that Indomitian Sioux hit where he basically comes and smacks him upside the head, yeah. the flag is, is mm-hmm. thrown. It was like, all right, we can't, we can't be out here doing this. But he's gotten much better at getting down, you know, you know, he used to take a lot more hits. Now he just, I'll slide. I'll get the first down and slide. Unless I think I can get the touchdown. You saw where he thought he had a touchdown. Yeah. Um, where he got knocked out at the nine yard line. I mean, that's what Justin Fields has been doing all year. I mean, I think he's a better runner than Hurts, but I also think he takes more risks than Hurts. Hurts is in year three is much smarter about taking hits than he was, you know, year one and year two. That run near the sideline. Wow. That was spectacular. All right. Uh, you got a good national perspective here, Marshall. Do you think the Eagles got a good shot at winning the Super Bowl? What's your perspective from Chicago on this? I mean, I think they're the best team in the NFL in terms of complete, you know, top defense, top offense. Uh, I, I, I do. I, I think you got to tell me who's going to knock them off. I, I think some teams should make them nervous. Uh, the 49ers are a team I would watch out for. And the, the only thing that I think the Eagles might say – the, the Eagles – can say like okay we got this handled their 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 pass rush is just so ferocious you know and if the 49ers if it's jimmy garoppolo that's one thing but brock purdy i, I mean he's still a rookie right mr Relevant? like yeah. it, it's hard to imagine a team being able to handle that pass rush even as good as you know christian mccaffrey is uh with, with the 49ers but i mean like you saw them play the Vikings. I, I'm sorry. You've watched the Vikings in general. Yeah. They're, they're not scary. Mm-mm. The Cowboys, I don't know if you saw what happened at the end of that game yesterday. Yeah. But it's very it, depressing. It, like, who, who, who's really as complete a team 
as the Eagles in the NFC. So I don't know about winning the Super Bowl, but getting there, it, it's hard for me to see another team necessarily getting there outside of, like I said, the 49ers. All right, Mosh, I would like to make one last attempt to have a feud with you because you won the last one. We can can beef. No, here it is. Who do you think will be a bigger star in sports, Jalen Hurts or Joel Embiid? Ooh, see, now this is very different from the whole Carson Wentz and Joel. Yeah, I lost that one. That's why I'm hoping here that you'll still take Embiid and that I will win. Uh I mean, I don't know how much longer Joel Embiid's going to be in Philadelphia, to be honest. So, uh, either does he? Uh, yeah. That, listen, I mean, look around. It's 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 looking real bleak for the Sixers, and not that like Joel Embiid's falling off or anything. It's just like you got to put together a team that can actually get to the finals. Yeah. I don't know that they can get to the finals in the next two to three years, and if that doesn't happen, why why would Embiid want to stay? Um, I, I'm going to say I'm going to. I'm going to say Jalen Hurts. All right. No argument there. One last thing, Marshall. I'm just curious because Chicago's a great sports town. We're a great sports town. Which of the two has more passion for sports? Now, Angelo, you know, I've lived everywhere from Pittsburgh to Cincinnati, Sacramento, Philadelphia. Obviously, I'm from the South. Uh, The problem right now is I I can't tell you Chicago's that passionate about anything because – the team stink. <laughs> no, no. I'm, work with me. Like, so you saw what happened in the Bears game, right? Yeah, yeah. The Bulls, the Bulls gave up a buck fifty as wow. the Timberwolves put up a franchise record one hundred fifty points in their blowout win, and the Bulls have lost uh, now four in a row. Um, they're eleven and nineteen, I believe. They're in, they're in eleventh place in the in the in the East, and that's a team that's built to win, not a, a rebuilding team. The Blackhawks are in a stated rebuild. Uh, they've lost seven in a row. They started the season four and two, right? Mm. And they were like, oh, I thought we were in a rebuild. It's four and two. Oh, no, we're still in a rebuild. They've won three of their last 24 games. I know Fire oh. fans think they got it bad. Oh. Three of their last 24 games. We can't imagine that, Marshall. No, not, not yeah, with yeah, that no, hockey I, 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 Look, I, I know how bad the Flyers are. I, I get it. <laughs> I, I, uh, the respected. Rest in peace, Mr. Snyder, rolling over in his grave at what's happened to that beloved franchise. Sure. Um, I, I and 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 like the the Sox and the and the Cubs haven't done a whole lot this offseason. I mean, it's bleak out here. Yep, it's I got bleak. you. Well, when they get good, uh, the that, people that replace me will ask you that question, and maybe we'll get a better answer. But Marshall, Philadelphia loves you, my friend, and they always will. You're awesome. I, I love Philadelphia because, as I said, many times before they, they don't believe in apathy there whether the teams are good or bad they're going to have an opinion one way or another yep. and if you love philadelphia it will love you back it's beautiful marshall thanks pal appreciate it thanks for having me guys marshall harris all right let's get back to the bitching scott's uh. up from allentown scott when you were watching that eagles game were you getting frustrated yes at the beginning of the game they were what do you? What were you feeling when they wouldn't give the ball to their running back? You know, you know, Angela. They have, Eagles have so many weapons. Yeah. And um, let's not answer my question. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, all right. I, it, I'm going to put you on hold. Think about it. I'll come back to you in a minute. Hmm, because be a see, you were watching the game and you were experiencing emotions during that game. 
And I was hoping that you could share that with us. Mm. Greg's up next. Hi, Greg. Good morning. Angelo, how are you, my friend? How are you, Greg? Remember, I email you from Florida all the time. Oh, yeah. Were you unhappy during the game yesterday? No, I was happy because... Uh, now I'm losing him. Greg, you're on hold. Let me go to Rick. <laughs> Let me try Can Rick. Can you just read the emails? Rick. Rick, are you there? Yes, of course. All right, nice, clear. Let's talk, Rick. What were you feeling during that game? There's only two goals right now for this team, and that win accomplished it. You get the home field throughout the playoffs and get the Not number yet. fourth or fifth pick in the draft. The Dallas game doesn't even mean anything. The New Orleans game, we killed two birds with one stone, beating New Orleans. We have to be smart, not hating Dallas all the time. We have to get that draft pick and have home field throughout. We do that with one win over New Orleans. Why is it so difficult? Let's all take a minute because Rick is on a fascinating twist. It's logical. There are three games left, Mm -hmm. all right? The Giants game, last game of the season, nobody's playing that one. So it comes down to the next two. Cowboys are a short week, uh, Christmas Eve. And then the following week, if the Eagles beat a weak New Orleans team, right. not only do they clinch first place the whole way through and they get the bye, they they get a better draft pick because the Eagles have the first-round pick. Rick, you're actually correct yeah. in what you're saying. You're actually right that the bigger game for the Eagles would be to win the New Orleans game. You're right. Absolutely. And this, and, and this city saw what happens yep. five years ago when you have home field throughout. And people have to start realizing – what hurts Brown, Smith, Dickerson, Cox, Jordan Davis, Driscoll, and Slay all have in common. Yep. 20% of this team is comprised from the SEC. That is why we have the best roster this franchise has ever had. It's true. Go get Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. End of story. <laughs> he's already there doing. There you go, Al. He's he's thirteen and one, and he's yeah. on the he's draft. He's Christmas next shopping. April. He's Christmas I- shopping for April. Two one five. I'm gonna try Scott and Greg again. Hopefully they're gonna clear up. Eagles Shirley's checking in now. Now she's by nature positive, Al, but also highly emotional. Yeah. If she was not yelling and screaming in that game, then she was not actually watching it. There is no way, ladies and gentlemen, there is simply no way you can be an Eagles fan and say you enjoyed yesterday's game. Because it was the single dumbest game plan you could ever imagine a team of excellent coaches coming up with. And tomorrow morning, when Nick Sirianni is on here, he can expect a harsh grilling. Mm-hmm. That's coming. Ah! Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, 823 is your time right now, ladies and gentlemen. And as you know, we try to keep you updated, not just on the athletic exploits of the big stars, but also on their intellectual pursuits. (laughs) Last week, Rhea Hughes reported to our audience that uh, Micah Parsons uh, from Penn State 
was able to obtain a diploma there for three years. In, in three, three years. years. Criminal three justice, years. I think. Al, he did that in three years. Okay. He did not need the four. He did it in three. It's All impressive. Right. Because he is that bright. Except now new evidence is piling up indicating that possibly he obtained that diploma because he was a football player and that he's leaning towards stupid. Mm-hmm. All right? <laughs> and we'll give you the evidence on this. As you know, he made dumb comments last week about Jalen Hurts. We covered that. Our own Kyle Quinn was able to figure out, I guess, I don't know, he's, he's got a very, very good memory mm-hmm. out, that a few weeks ago, the Cowboys lost to the Packers. Right, mm-hmm. Kyle? Yes. What was that situation? Uh, so the the Cowboys were up 14 to nothing on Green Ooh. Bay in the fourth quarter, if I uh, recall correctly. And Aaron yeah. Rodgers, as he typically does to the Cowboys, came all the way back and ended up winning the game. So. Oh, and they blew a 14-point lead? They blew a 14-point lead. And what did Parsons? Did Parsons make a comment then? Yeah, so it was during— all right. No, the- don't say it yet, okay. all right, because I believe we have that we actual do. comment. Yes. yep. And, uh, th- now, this was a 14-point lead. What did he say that? Won't happen again, though. I mean, if I if my dad go out there and give me that lead again, I promise I ain't gonna do that. We ain't gonna do that again. All right, he vowed out wow. that would never happen again. Uh. Now here's what's weird, because they they were ahead of the Jaguars twenty seven to ten, yep. which is a seventeen Team. point lead. Yes. But then uh, they did go in overtime, and I'm sure they didn't blow that. Oh. Let me let me hear how that ended. Shotgun ended. for Prescott, looking looking fires middle of the field, and that ball is. Picked off! It is picked off by Rayshon Jenkins! He's running it back along the right sideline! That is going to be a touchdown! That is going to be a touchdown! The Jags are going to win it on a Rayshon Jenkins pick six! Are you kidding me? How good is that? That's Frank Frangio in Jaguars Radio. Again, Maybe we heard it, Rock. Could you play the Michael Parsons again, Joe? Won't happen again, though. I mean, if I if my dad go out there and give me that lead again, I promise I ain't gonna. Did do anyone that. ask him after? That again. It just happened. Did they ask him again? I don't think they remember that. Uh, Kyle Quinn was not there. He's here. Well, send well, it over. No there, one Kyle. else thought of it. He would have a, an answer. He'd be like, "Well, the last one was fourteen. This one was seventeen. <laughs> it wasn't the same thing. It wasn't correct. the same. I, is that unbelievable? How dumb he looks right now. Do you, does team. he? Does he think Trevor Lawrence is a system quarterback? <laughs> well, he probably loves him. <laughs> oh That's yeah. Right. I bet he thinks Trevor Lawrence is. All right. Now, when we last Scott in Allentown, Al, he was not in touch with his feelings. <laughs> And I asked him, Scott, before we get into it, I need you to tell me what you were experiencing when the Eagles refused to run the ball in the 30-mile-an-hour 30, uh, 30 wind, wind chill factor six degrees. Let's see now if he's in touch with his feelings. Hi, Scott. <laughs> Scott, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Scott, what were you experiencing watching the Eagles game yesterday? Okay, let's let's go back. When you asked me the Review my feelings. Let me go back to the beginning of the game. And I know you had commented earlier about the the soccer thing. Yeah. And I don't know about – I don't know. When I sat down to watch the game and it first came on, there was like – it was 12.35 already. And I was like mad why why I had missed the first like three two, three minutes of the game. So I was already upset that I didn't – in the beginning of the game, and then you know the Eagles were they were they were they were looking like talking at the beginning of the game. Yeah. They, they weren't playing like the Eagles. We're used to seeing the Eagles go down and score 
immediately the first drive, you know, and we weren't we weren't having that yesterday. So we, it was just like a very bad taste in my mouth from the start. I understand. I don't know what happened in the beginning for you, but Scott, what I'm trying to understand is, at any point in the first 25 minutes of that game, did you say to yourself, why aren't they handing the ball to a man who has a thousand yards running it this year, Miles Sanders? Well, sure. Well, sure. I was saying that. Why weren't we running the ball? But you know, we we were passing, and we were we were doing okay passing at first. You know, at first, and then Jaren started making those interceptions, throwing those interceptions. Well, that was not okay. He, he had thrown three all year. He threw two into the wind. Stupid, that, Scott. Stupid. And I'm going to tell the coach that tomorrow. I'm not going to use that word out because it's rude. But I'm going to say, you boys hung around for a week together. This is what you came up with. I'm a stumbling moron doing a talk show on Philadelphia radio. And on Friday, I mapped out a plan that was way better than yours. Run the ball. Run the ball. That's it. Run the freaking ball. Run the ball. It's 30 mile an hour winds. Wind chill six. You got a thousand yard runner. It's the 31st rank run defense. Run the ball. Run the ball. How lucky they get no one got hurt last game. Oh, oh they're very, very lucky. Yeah. They are very, very lucky. fortunate. Now, let me find, now I'm going to where the emotion is highest. Where? Another emailer? E- Eagle Shirley. Okay. Yes. Shirley. Good morning, family of friends. Hey, Jones. She's happy today. Shirley, uh. a win is a win. However, what was that like for you? Well, Angela, you know, I always have to tell you the truth. Uh, so, actually, me and my grandson, Makai, we actually listened to Murray's okay. and uh, Mike. We listened um, to the game because beloved St. John, we had our Christmas concert, annual Christmas concert. So, I was getting ready for that while I was listening to the game. However, I was a little upset, as you could tell how the game was not going in our favor. And and I was saying, why, J- Jalen, why are you running the ball so much when you got Miles Sanders? And that voice, because I needed my voice, because I was M- um, co-emceeing last night. Okay. But everything else, I had to remain calm. I normally get all crazy, emotional and all that. Mm-mm. And I'm going to wow. be honest with you. Tracy, she texts me. She said, Shirley, did I miss anything? What is going on? We don't have no score, blah, blah, blah. You know what I texted her back? I said, we are spoiled. Wow. We're spoiled. Yeah. Well, no, we are spoiled, but that's not even. No, Shirley, I just mapped out how simple the logic was to run the ball with Miles Sanders. Mm-hmm. They didn't give him the ball for 24 minutes in right. that game. Tell me, in what world is that intelligent coaching? So, you know they're not going to share everything. And when Jalen Hurts' press conference, during his press conference last night, he mentioned how cold it was and how cold his hands were. And I know they didn't wear certain stuff to to stay warm and all that. They wanted to be in that cold element. My question that I was thinking, okay, was Miles Sanders' hands too cold to get the ball? To hold on to the ball? Well, yeah, they were too cold because the ball was never in them. <laughs> With that, too. So there's, there's a reason why Why didn't the coach, coaches want to put the ball in Miles Sanders' hand? All right, stop for one second. Let me play what Jalen said. Because to me, Al, this is another piece of evidence 
that you shouldn't have him throwing the ball when he can't feel his fingers. Listen. Yeah, I think early in the game, personally, uh, I really couldn't feel my hands. It was very cold. <laughs> Didn't really have good vision on the field, personally. Just, um, but I, I think in the end, that's um, a testament to how we persevered as a team and how we believed in one another as a team. I, Cheryl, I've never seen a situation that was less logical than what I saw. Their own quarterback couldn't feel, so let's throw what, the ball on every down. What do you think the vision part was? His eyes were. Like, I don't. I don't know. Maybe the sun. The sun. Oh, the sun was bad. The sun I don't was know. Bad. shadows. Whatever it is, Shirley. That right there. They had a week to plan something, and mm-hmm. they came up with nothing. Th- okay. Throw, throw, throw into a win. The guy had three interceptions all year. He had two interceptions in the first half. Yes, he did. Yes, and they're did. still throwing. The first play in the third quarter, he runs a ball and gets potted, crushed by Morrow, yes. the linebacker, crushed. And he's on the ground, and he's and you're going, oh, my God, did they just blow the freaking season? Do you know what we'd be saying today if he got hurt? Season's yeah, over. We, Season's yeah, we'd over. Be we'd be pissed. We'd be angry. We'd be all of the above. And at the end of the day, the coaches – they need to take responsibility. Yep. Jalen Hurst need to take responsibility. At the end of the day, when it's elements like that and you're not used to playing in that type of weather, you have to plan right. You have to be smart about, you Thank know, you. knowing what's going on out there at that at that stadium. And they ask them, well, what if the what if the the Super Bowl or whatever was uh playing here or playing something? He was like, Well, it's not in um you know, the Windy City is not the Illinois, it's not the Chicago. At the end of the day, y'all have to plan for every place y'all going to go play at besides yep. Philadelphia. Y'all have to know this. And it's but, our responsibility to let them know when we're not happy. And, and we even will. at 13-1, and one, Shirley, it's time to bitch. Well, you know what, Angelo? Yeah. I'm not doing that. Yes, you are doing I, it. Deep down no, you are. Defense, no. Because defense... Y'all need to talk. You need to play that play again and and, and give uh, Hassan give him his due. Oh, I, I gave Hassan his due. Cheryl, I, I got to keep, keep it moving it. today. I love you. I love you. I got to keep it going. This is Greg, the emailer, Al, and Greg was the guy. Now, Greg, are you back clear now? I hope so. From Florida. You're called for Florida. Am I right? I'm sitting here looking out at Gulfstream Racetrack in Fort Lauderdale. And Beautiful. All right. It's much Beautiful. warmer there than it was in Chicago. Greg, what did you think of what they were doing with the play calls yesterday? My only concern was that shot that Hurts took because I was starting to think, you know, I don't really like seeing him run this much. But I do want to say this. A December victory in Chicago is never easy. I don't care what the Bears' record is. You know, I I was there for Buddy's homecoming on a Monday night. It was freezing. It was October. You remember the Fog Bowl. So I'm going to look at the positives of the game. The return, if you remember that one return, I think it was Boston yeah, Scott. It was. Fantastic. Hey, Greg, Greg, don't take this the wrong way. Okay. Did you used to live here and then you moved to Florida? Do. I still do live up there. You do live up there. He does right. both. Do me a favor, Greg. Either come back right away or stay there for good because you lost your fastball. All right? You're not. No, no, Greg, this is bad what's going on here. You do not have moxie. No, you must retain your moxie. Send him an email, Greg. Greg, send me an email. No, see, here's what Greg – Greg forgot the golden rule. Yep. That's a Wednesday-Thursday call. Exactly. Yep. Rhea, you are so – 
the, the, the morning show is in good, good hands <laughs> as long as you're here. Run with God it. bless Run you. We have much more perspective now, after a couple right. of days. Rhea understands the pattern of the fan. Monday is pure emotion, yes. positive or negative. Later in the week, maybe. Maybe we'll come around. Possibly, I'll. You can't. You cannot look at what happened yesterday and not feel like the gods are in your favor. Oh, here he the goes. game ends and Dallas gets an interception. It was the best, Al. It's you like, are right. It's you like, are right. What, what else can happen good? We don't you work can, like You that can out. play a bad game and you might, you're feeling bad, and then 10 minutes later, 10 he's, minutes he's running later. Running around my kitchen, <laughs> high-fiving <laughs> anybody really? who really? The man there. has watched too many really? flyer games. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he's lost his yeah, mind. You know what, Al? Yeah, uh, Josie's right. You uh, know how, when you're a watcher with the flyers, you'll take any win you can get. you got to block it out. Two different things. Then you get Brady flopping around like a fish. you got Hoodie making decisions. like What a day. The flyers have ruined your perspective on the Eagles. lost your mind, Al. 215-592. 94-94. When we come back, I got to go around the league a little bit. I was doing that oh, now, but I got to tell you. All right, 842. Let's see if the uh, fans of the Philadelphia Eagles have come to their senses yet. Update question of the day. Uh, <clears throat> pardon me. Brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Wishing their employees, customers, and WIP listeners happy holidays. Find new roads to Armin Chevrolet closer than you think. How do you feel about the Eagles' play calling and their 25-20 win in Chicago? 55% so-so. It went up. It mm. went up. Amazing. Why do I come in? I was they right They pay again. you a lot of money. I, I, yeah. come, Rhea, I come here to educate, and oftentimes the lessons are not learned. Well, so-so because the two receivers had big days. They right? did. Yeah. yeah. That's well, what happens. That was, uh, that's fine, won. but those, yeah. those weren't great play calls. Those were great play executions. Well, they, well, all right, well, what's second? Terrible. Yeah, terrible, 37%. <laughs> should be higher. Sorry, terrible should win. Uh, and now, I want to go around a league, and uh, Al was being amused uh, just during that break because uh, Stephen A. Smith uh, took delight no, in the awesome. Cowboys' loss. So let's start with that one. Here's Stephen A. after the Cowboys' loss. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't I tell you? You see, it's just about patience. That's all I said. Do you like how I sprinkled out to you weeks ago that Dak Prescott was a reason to be concerned? Do you like how I picked out, how I pointed out how, hey, you know something? You were up 27 to 10. You thought you had it, didn't you? You thought you had it. But then something happened. Something happened. You're a little bit nervous, ain't you? You're a little bit nervous. Because you know what I know. The end is coming. And it's going to be before the Super Bowl. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, is it going to hurt. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> oh, my God. I love seeing that. <laughs> he, he really took delight. All right, I already gave you a little bit on Jalen Rager. He is now officially, ladies and gentlemen, the dumbest player in oh. NFL. Uh-huh. He, uh, he led to two interceptions but could not prevent on his own team, the Vikings, the greatest comeback ever, 33 points down. Matty Ice, who's on the other sideline, he mm-hmm. had blown the Super Bowl against the Patriots a few He is now officially Matty Choke. Yes, he is. Because he's choked two of the biggest games in history. What a loser. Right? Uh, the Giants-Washington uh, game at night, 
the final play, they're, they're going nuts about Washington. Washington did get screwed. Because the, re- the receiver got mugged, mugged, and they didn't call the flag. Uh, they went nuts. But they called an illegal formation. Something yeah, They called something on them just right before. And they, they're crazy about that because yeah. the uh, guy came on, and he said that wasn't an illegal formation. You should have called it. Yeah. And then the Patriots, Al, people <laughs> in New England are wondering – if possibly Bill Belichick has lost his mind. It was a tie game, and they had one last play. And for reasons that no one have been able to explain yet, they tried the lateral play like they were losing. It was like they didn't realize they would have been going to overtime. And here's the play. Mac Hollins out on defense. He's all the way back. And Stevenson... Well, is anyone going to? Inside the thirty, flips it back. Stanford band nowhere in sight. Oh, it's picked off. Oh, oh no! Unbelievable! Oh wow! Incredible! Chandler Jones takes it in and wins the game for the Raiders. Have you ever seen an ending? I've like never that seen anything like that. I have no idea why he was doing that. Oh my goodness! All right, Al, what? help me out here. I never know. What, what did Belichick say? Oh, he, he's going to be livid this morning. He's livid? To... They did this without his input? There's no way. Of course you think not. that was planned? What the hell? All right, do you think they'll <laughs> sign Brady to play next week for the Patriots? <laughs> They're talking about bringing him back next year. Are you kidding me? It was the, it was they the, did a lateral the... play with a tie game? <laughs> That's the craziest loss ever. What? Now, you don't do a lateral play to tie game. You no. go to overtime. You yes. have a 50-50 shot. No. It was the dumbest play in the history of the NFL. And oh there's my no God. chance Belichick called that. On to Cincinnati. This is Pasarczyk. <laughs> is this Joe Pasarczyk? Yeah. No, this is, this is the worst. Yeah, it was, it was, that, that league had the wildest weekend. All right, tell Kyle I got to see if Belichick said anything because I'm assuming in the monotone he goes, yeah, we're going to have to look into that. <laughs> Now on. it's on. Now it's on to Cincinnati. Yeah, I, I can't wait to hear. <laughs> they actually do play Cincinnati next. Oh, they, yes. they really do? Oh, that, yeah, that's too good. Really? Yes, on Christmas Eve. Uh, Something uh, tells me Bill Belichick is not in a good mood we're today. We're on to Cincinnati. <laughs> it's nothing about the past, nothing about the future. Right now we're preparing for Cincinnati. Let's go to Cincinnati. I'm going to lie with us. Uh, maybe Kenny can explain how we should feel no, today. He's from the Dirty 30. Hi, Kenny. You know, uh, Angela, here's the one part where you're, and, and, and pardon me, Rhea, where you guys are a little bit off here. If you've ever played in a game in that kind of temperature outside, everything's different. First off, your brain's frozen. Second off, your hands are, you just want to survive. You just want to get out of there. And, yeah, the play calling was idiotic and stupid, but um, I, I, we won, and we only won because somehow, some way. The Bears are even stupider than we are, and and I'll, I'll take it. You you don't want to you don't want to be in that. You don't want to be outside in that. You don't want to watch it. You don't want to play in it. You just want to get through it and get out of there. All right, and hold on, Kenny. Unfortunately, we got out of there without injury. Now, my sources tell me, Kenny, that when the Eagles were devising that game plan. It was done in 72-degree weather in their offices here in <laughs> Philadelphia, and they did not include Miles Sanders in the first 24 minutes. Explain to me how you could ever come up with that plan against that team in those conditions. Well, here's my theory. I mean, if you really looked at our coaches, 
I think their average age is like 24 years old. Yeah. They're, they lack experience. I mean, they're smart <laughs> and they're doing a great job, but these are life lessons they got to take with them. All right, you, but you, you've got to... Kenny, you play for the weather. You got to stop looking at it on in the and by the book, and that's what they did. All right, Kenny. Everybody's okay because they won the game. What if uh, Hertz did not get up after that hit early in the third quarter? Would this city be going mad this morning that they let that happen to the MVP? I they'd be furious. Yeah, and, and just counter. But see, this was you understand. This was the karma weekend. All right, you know. Take, take us out of it. Washington beat us because of horrible refereeing that favored them. And guess what? Karma's a bitch. Got them. Yeah. Micah Parsons, I, pretty much I, I think that Jerry Jones ought to get a suture and just sew his mouth shut. Because everything he said. <laughs> Jalen Reger, uh, you know, it, it seemed to me like everything karma-wise came back and helped us this weekend. Yeah. And and we escaped with with this a is our Kenny. And, you know uh, what? This is our year. This is our year. Hey, they're thirteen and one. It. It's yeah. it. This is our year. Do you understand? No one's stopping us. We're winning the Super Bowl. We're having a parade. Everything is broken right all year. There's no reason to believe that's going to change. We we only have to win one of our last three games. It yep. rendered Christmas Eve meaningless, really. Yeah, they did. Um, they did. You know, that well, made it, me sad. It means one thing, Christmas Eve. What does it mean? Jalen Hurts, MVP. He's right. Or not. He's right, Al. <laughs> Everyone's pro- going to be watching that game. Last high-profile game. The, the MVP one. votes the come only, in after that. It's the only game that matters. Kenny, that's why Hurts has to play a big game in Dallas on Saturday night. For MVP purposes. He will, and it. And there's one more thing. Yeah. Saturday night is the last time the Eagles get in an airplane to the Super Bowl. Wow. Wow. Kenny, all you do is dazzle my young brother. Let's go next to Carol. Hi, Carol. Hello there. Did you have a good day? Oh, my gosh. Argentina and karma, yes. A lot of it. You like the Argentina thing. You like Messi. Oh, my gosh, yes. Indeed, and the look on Belichick's face mm. at that press conference was classic. <laughs> All right, hold on. I, I believe we have something on that, Cal. Stay tent and hang in for one second. After the game, here was Belichick. Yeah, just can't do that in this league, and and, uh, and it cost us. So got to work to eliminate those and you know continue to play. Was it instinctive on Ramondre? Was yeah. he given the green light to pitch it no, if he had an opening? We made a mistake. On, you know, played it where made a mistake on the play. <laughs> Carol, yeah, yes, he does sound a little down right there, a little bit. So I, I was at my friend's house yesterday, and I said to them, "I said Dak is going to throw an interception," and they looked at me. Did he not throw it? I'm going to play the lottery. Wow, you better play the lottery, Carol. Good job by you, sweetie. Uh, let me get Simon and John up here for a minute because he's emotional like me. Hi, John. What a day we have. This is the year we get to celebrate. Yesterday was Christmas, and then this coming weekend we celebrate Christmas once again. What a day. Uh, John, you were going nuts during that game. I know you were. You know the game? That was a dumb game plan. It was awful. The play, first of all, uh, him and the kid from Buffalo, they think they're running backs. How about the play? The play that they came down on his shoulder. We're not out of the woods yet. 
he, I know he came back through long passes after yeah. that. I don't be shocked if he is you find something out today, God forbid. I mean, Warrior, you're right. He landed real hard on the elbow and the shoulder. He was bang, very bang. slow getting up. And and he was slow to get up, and Maialata said, stayed out, and he said, help me to bleep up. He was mad. John, what are they doing? How dumb was that? Well, you got a grill theory on me tomorrow. You're, you're responsible. Oh, no, let me tell you something. I will make an enemy with him tomorrow. I'm very upset. Now, by tomorrow, I may calm down a little, mm -hmm. but I'm grilling him. I'm going to go, what were you guys doing in there? Did you have a Parcheesi game going? Did you forget the game, play the freaking game? I'm pretty sure he doesn't know what Parcheesi no, is, so skip does. over that one. Right. We you... are setting up for such a holiday. Jalen Hurts, Christmas Eve, the second half, he will have the baseball cap on. This oh. game will be over at oh. halftime. And he will be anointed MVP. They will wrap. And it's going to be like the Giants game all over again. The Cowboys are not at our level. And the early winner of the week, I know it was great for him and great for his team. But Peterson at the end when he was mm -hmm. oh, hand, you're right. don't think for a second he didn't know. Yep. Those fans in Philadelphia, this is for you. Did you see him celebrating after that pick six, John? Ah. It, was, it was the best. I loved it. John, thank you, my friend. Be well. Uh, yes, it, it, everything's breaking right for us, Al. But I am what you call a connoisseur right. of American football. Yeah. I guess and I when I see a game plan that's that stupid, mm -hmm. it is my responsibility as a spokesman for this fan base to make it public. And now, after this break, I am bringing in the most knowledgeable person I know mm -hmm. on football. Seth Joyner. Oh, jeez. And let me assure you something. <laughs> Seth suffers no fools. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.